Hello and welcome to Who's Dropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. And we're talking about cats. <laughs> the way you say it. <laughs> we've, we've, um, we've been to see cats. Let me tell you, I liked it. Okay. Well, then I'm glad that I left for most of it. Because <laughs> that means I didn't ruin your experience. Yes. Which I thought I might, because honestly, for the first 45 minutes, I was genuinely squirming in my seat, incapable of sitting still. And I thought, I'd, I've, I went out, I thought I'll just hang around by the side of the cinema, post on Facebook about how shit this is, and just blow off a bit of steam, not disturb anyone. And then I just didn't come back. So I stayed there, I watched the whole film, but I just didn't return to my seat. I know, well I thought you were away. Yeah. So um, so what upset you so much about it really? Because actually... I'll tell you, the other thing that happened is the, is the um, manager of the cinema came to speak to me. <laughs> Obviously someone, because a couple of people went out, came back, went to the toilet, whatever. Um, and one of them must have complained. Oh. Uh, that I was standing there. Because uh, the uh, manager came and he said, he said, what are you doing here? Uh, no, no, he, did. he said, uh, he said, have you got a ticket? And I said, yeah, my mate's got it. He's just sat in there. And he said, why are you standing here? Why aren't you sat with him? I said, I, I mean, I genuinely actually had to think and work it out for myself. Why was I standing there? Why were you standing there? And the answer, <laughs> the answer that came out was uh, that I genuinely feel trapped in my seat, uh, which I did. And he went, that's a good reason. Uh, <laughs> um, and then he sort of said, do you, do you, do you want to move seats? And I was like, it doesn't really matter where I sit. I just yeah. sort of, I feel better with an escape route, really. Uh. And so he kind of left me alone. So thank you to the manager for being nice. Because he could have just said, no, that you've got to sit nice. down. You know? yeah. You're a fire risk or whatever. I said, well, no, I'm not a fire risk because if this, if the cinema goes on fire, I'm the first one out. Yes. You know? anyway, um, so I just stayed there for the rest of the film. So I did watch it all. Okay. <sighs> well, you see, I liked it, really. I mean, it's not a great film. Um... Uh, but when I saw the trailer, it's like you wanted to kill yourself watching that trailer. It was the worst trailer ever, really, that I've seen. So I was really expecting the worst. And actually, I really I really liked it. You know, I thought, um, you know, it was beautifully cast. There were moments of, like, real dance. Once you enter that world, really, kind of, it's a very easy world to be in. I mean, it's like an operetta, right? It's entirely sung, really. Yeah, uh, and the songs aren't very good. No, I, I mean I thought that there's uh, one good song, which is "Memories." Exactly right. Um, They're really not very good, nor are they well produced. But you know, I kind of want. I I entered that world, and I kind of, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought the performances were very good, and some of them I thought were 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 better than good. Like they were extraordinary. Um, I thought. The only one that was slightly off was actually Jennifer Hudson. You know, it was just like too much, really. She's the one who sings Memories. Yeah. About three times. Yeah. They really milk fucking Memories. So, I mean, she really... She puts her whole heart into it. Yeah. And she's very sincere. And I'm not sure that's the way to play that song. Well, the trouble was with Memories, I thought... The trouble was with the film, for one thing, is I was expecting a plot. I didn't know Cats. No. I, I, you know, I knew... That it was popular and whatever, but um, you know, I just I'd always thought it looked shit. 
frankly. I mean, as a musical. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd always thought cats look shit, quite frankly. And because I always thought, how can you have a musical about cats? And, you know, I knew I, I knew Macavity. I'd read that it, when I was a kid. It works, though. Well, well, this is to what me, I'm, it works. This is what I'm going to get to with the stage one, which, I, again, obviously I'm not saying you have. You saw the original one, right? I have. And to be honest, it was like a huge disappointment because okay. I think I saw it in 1989. It had been running for seven or eight years. It was like one of the longest running shows in the West End. And so, you know, when I... No, I saw it in 1992. So, you know, when I moved here, a friend came to visit me and thought, let's go see Cats, right? It's been running for 10 years. And what a disappointment it was, really. Why? I, well, because I just didn't get it. You know, I... I and My feelings is, exactly... <clears throat> And one of the things that I think will be um, uh, a discouragement or, or something that will hamper the film's financial chances or chances of being a box office hit in America is that, in a way, it's a very British film. It's a very British show, hmm. right? Like, the film posits this really kind of beautiful and enticing and rather glamorous, slightly seedy London, yeah, right. It's all in the London West End, Trafalgar Square, you know, the Windmill Theatre, the Piccadilly Circus. It's kind of landmark London in its most glamorous and idealized imagined form, really. Um, so, you know, that's part of it. And that's a real pleasure in the film if you have some affection or imaginary or, or if you're invested in that imaginary in some way. Right, which I feel I now am. But I certainly, you know... Well, that didn't come out in the show. That's maybe, I think, more of the film, actually. But just, you know, even, the, like, the language that it uses, right? It is kind of Eliot's language. And it's mm. the language of a certain time and a certain place, you know, and a certain culture. I mean, I think T.S. Eliot was American, but living in London. But anyway... He was American, and he moved here when he was about 25. All that thing um, about eating salmon paste and grouse... I mean, I think Americans are going to go, what? <laughs> but it's selling a certain sort of image of London, though, I think, which is sort of sort of recognisable, I guess. Um, I mean, it seems to me like... It, I, I suppose it does actually seem like an American's view of London. There's something kind of romanticised and stereotyped about it, in a way. Oh, but that's so much also part of British... Yeah. I mean, obviously... No, I don't mean that in an overly critical way. It just sort of occurs to me that it's like it's a little bit sort of... Yeah, outsider's view, like this is what we'd like it to look like type of thing. Well, it's definitely what we'd like it to look like. I don't think it's an outsider's view. Well, it clearly isn't, right? Top Hooper's British. Yeah. So, um, and I kind of say I loved it. I loved all of that. I loved, you know, the shot of, you know, Idris Elba's The Bad Cat Landing, you know, on, um, what's his name? The Statue in Trafalgar Square. Nelson. Nelson's hat. You know, all of that stuff, I, I actually... I, you know, I like very much. I got into the film. I got into its world. The thing is that it's just not good enough, you know? No. It's so, not um, <laughs> well, here's what I was going to say about the stage show, which is that, like I say, not seen it, but what I got from this, because this is where I think the film completely fails, one of the places it fails, is that it's obvious to me that because there is no story to speak of, there's a vague thing about this ball and how McCavity wants to win it and he's a baddie and they get. Jennifer Hudson to win it instead. It's like a vague thing, right? That actually only shows up after about an hour of introductions to characters you don't care about. Like, the whole first half of the film is introductions to characters. 
and yeah. just their songs. Terrible, rubbish. I don't care about any of that. But what 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 was then obvious to me was that well, this is really like I think the attraction on stage is the production and the dancing that has to be what the attraction is and you can see that they try and do a bit of that here they have these kind of stage like choreographies yes. and they try and do even a little bit of like Busby Berkeley yes with the stairs and the and the the, the rats going through their legs on one yeah. on that cake you know and the the course line of beetles and what have you um cockroaches cockroaches um but it's just not it's i mean it, it complete failure kind of visually Sort of, it do, it actually doesn't evoke anything that exciting. And actually, I think this is the kind of musical that people who don't like musicals and don't really know anything about them imagine this is what musicals are like and hate it for this reason. So, so the way the main character, whatever her name is, the girl who basically doesn't speak very much, but is I think she looks lo- lovely. She looks lovely, but she's she's the one who's your introduction to the whole world, right? Yeah. And the let's com- let's not leave it at that. Let's find her proper name. Okay. I thought she looked lovely. Francesca Hayward plays Victoria. That must be her. She's. A, here we go. Yeah. She's a, an English ballerina and principal dancer in the Royal Ballet in London. And you can and tell. It, yeah. You can absolutely tell because she's all about these these uh, sort of elegant pirouettes. movements, very yeah. expressive pirouettes and legs up in the air and all this sort of stuff. And it is exactly what people who don't know anything about musical theatre think it's like, and they hate it for that reason. And just go, well, it, uh, like this, it's, it's, it's like it's almost parodic. Well, the I way say, she moves and the way the other characters move, it's fucking stupid. I, I didn't think that. I hated it. I know you did, but I didn't. Well. And I think if you lend yourself into that world, if you take an imaginative leap. Oh, don't give me that. It's just terrible. <laughs> don't give me that. Don't it's give true, me that. though. No, it's not. It's, it's, a re- it's a confusing film. I mean, for the first 15 minutes or so, and this is partly because if you haven't seen anything about this, right, mm. that... Um, They've they've CGI'd everyone into cats, but they're not cats. They're kind of cat bodies, but they walk upright, and then and they're actually human bodies, basically with fur and tails. Like they have human limbs, right, and human faces, and it looks extremely weird. And one of the things that occurred to me is that you never actually get used to this. I got used to it. I loved oh, it. Oh god, really? I did. I thought I, it was fantastic. I, I questioned it the whole way through. I could never get. I could never get accustomed to it. I was constantly going. <laughs> But you're not. This uh, looks weird. And, the, and I'll tell you one thing, and this is a really serious thing: is I don't think the film looks finished. I don't think the rendering looks finished. There are, especially early on in the film, when they're all dancing around the cobbled streets of London, the characters don't actually look convincingly like they're standing on the floor. There aren't shadows where there should be. The lighting isn't finished. The faces don't even look attached to their heads. It looks unfinished. It looks extremely fucking weird when you get characters. Like looking directly at the camera, their faces do not match with their heads and body movements. It's extremely weird. No, I, I, you see, I, I, I mean, I think you do. I, to be honest, the thing about the shadows and so on, I didn't look, so you could very well be right about that. Uh, I'll abstain judgment on that. But I think there was like wonderful things, like the movement of the ears choreographed, you know, to their facial gestures. That was just wonderful. Little accents that they put, you know, through ear movements. Um, I thought things like the whiskers, you know, were wonderful and thought through. Like the older they were, the more whisk- whiskers they had. <laughs> I thought the plot of the film, you know, which was really about, you know, this this gang of cats choose who goes to heaven and gets reborn as a and gets reborn gets a, a jellical cat. What the fuck is a jellical cat? Well, it's angelic. Ugh. I know. There's that kind it's- of. 
I mean, I, th- I, I thought, what the fuck are we, five years old? Well, and then it turns out, and actually, T.S. Eliot wrote this You're meant to be five years kid. old in spirit. But the thing is, T.S. <laughs> Eliot wrote this for kids, so it kind of makes sense that it's so stupid. But but five-year-olds don't go to see stage musicals, and they go, go to see musical theatre. Well, this is might... for adults now. Grow up. Well, I don't agree. I ca- I, it kind of... I mean, to be honest, I, uh, I can't make great claims for it, because I didn't find it moving and so on. But I actually, I did think that the dance thing worked. I did think that, I mean, Tom, um, Tom Hooper is one of my least favorite directors, but I do think he's learned a lot since he did Les Mis, which was just unbearable, right? This is much better than Les Mis, you know, which was a huge hit. Um, I thought the performances were almost uniformly great, including people like Ian McKellen, who really grates on my nerves, you know? I thought he was wonderful. Really? And, yes, and the younger cast was wonderful. And Judy Dench's closing speech was a magnificent piece of acting, you know. Well, I mean, I suppose... Well, it's terribly written, and she's a cat, so I suppose the fact that she sold it is definitely worth a round of applause. Yes. <laughs> she, made the, I mean, she made something out of absolutely fuck all. You can give it that. I'm amazed that you like it. I know, I'm amazed that I'm I like it. staggered. I'm amazed that I liked it as well, but I did, you know. And I was amazed honest. that I hated it so much, because I was expecting the worst, and I didn't go in thinking... Oh, this will just... I'll, I'll hate this. And like, I, I thought, you know, fine, we're going to go see it. It'll be awful, but whatever. We'll spend a couple of hours. I thought we'll have fun. I thought it was going to be so awful, you know, we'll just have fun. Yeah. Though, you know, I already thought it's bad news when I'm making cat gestures with my hand and you're going, if you're doing that, I'm moving. <laughs> so well, thought, yeah, but that wasn't... This, this is not going to be an entertaining watch. But that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't because... That wasn't because I was in a bad mood about the film. That's because don't uh, fucking do that. That's so then, stupid. Piss off. You know, don't, fucking, ooh, don't, don't put your hand out in front of me. You know, I, I, said, I said to him, yeah. I think you were in a bad that, mood. I'm going to move. And I did move. But that wasn't because he did that. It was, it was because genuinely the film was so much worse than I could have imagined. Like I thought, as you say, it'll be terrible and I'll be confused. But whatever. And actually I thought oh, this... I, I was slack-jawed for the first 15 minutes of the film. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Well, I couldn't believe I, that they were doing this. I must say, I was I was charmed. Uh, it made no sense as well. I mean, this is... Okay, so this is someone who hasn't seen the stage show, so, you know, I, I'm not accustomed to any of the songs, and, I, and I'd only read the one poem. The songs are not memorable. That is a fact. And um, and the start, it's, it's this... It's just this nonsensical song about a jellical cat, a radical cat, or whatever the fuck cat. And everyone's different talking about kinds of cats. All these different types of cat. And you're going, okay, fine, so there's cats. But who this... So you start off with this new one, this Victoria, uh, landing in the middle of a back street she's in London. thrown out. In yes. a bag. And they open up the bag, and there she is. And so she's getting introduced to the world. But you don't know who she is. They just start banging on about fucking cats. And then they start singing about this type of cat and that type of cat. And that and I thought, okay, it's a bit of an introduction. And then it just happens for another hour. Yes. You're it's... just being introduced to different kinds of cats. Each gets their number. <laughs> each does a little dance. You know, I thought... And nothing moves. I know? thought it was really quite subtle. I don't know who, but, but also... But, but I suppose what I'm getting at is the main character in the centre of it, who is new to this world, I'm not learning anything about I'm not attached to this character. It's like it's like the stage show is as much for her as it is for us. It's just about the stage show. It's just about the the numbers. No, I, she grows, she develops, she learns. She not falls in, that in first, love. Not in that first hour. In well, the first hour, there is no development of anything. Yes, yeah, she is. She's she's taken advantage of by those burglar cats. Um, 
It's business, though. That's a, it's not it's not character development. It's business. I'm well, not getting attached to. You know, by the end of the film, I'm not attached. To you, you're not looking at a Shakespearean drama. It is I know a, it is a musical about cats. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the point is, like, when I do, the point is though, when I come out and go, I, don't, I hate this film for all these reasons. This is the kind of thing that you will then remember and go, see, I, I knew you hate musicals, and I don't hate musicals. I like good musicals. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Well, you see, there, I I I, I draw the line. I disagree with you. You know, because it's not even the worst thing I've seen this week. Uh, what have you seen this week? The Michael Bay film on Netflix is, wow. like, you know, put a bullet through my heart reading. Okay, and, well, it's not, that's Netflix. I mean, um, why would you bother? So, um, you know, I thought this was, like, perfectly acceptable, perfectly charming. People who love the show will love it. Um, you know, the singing is very good. The choreography is very good. The cast is wonderful. Uh, and you know this, the 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 way that the London that is imagined in it, which is very CGI and postcardy and so on, but I also found it very charming. Um, and actually, even the pace of the film, the way that it moves, you know, the whole railway sequence where they go on the train and then they move on the track and they cross over a bridge, the way that it moves through those spaces, you know, those are filmic spaces. They're not like stage show spaces, and That's they're true. done with some imagination and flair. You know, which I haven't been able to attribute to any of other. Uh, there's a, there's films. an element of that, I suppose. Um, um, uh, but I think I found it inert, emotion. I, I was trying to think, apart from the few moments where there are obvious jokes that I was supposed to laugh at, which I didn't. But whatever, that you know, I just didn't think they were good jokes. But they were obvious jokes. And actually, I think James Corden was wonderful. Maybe the liveliest thing about the film, and he he really, was wonderful. You know, so I liked him actually. Um, um, and he is like really the comic center. Him and Rebel Wilson, who I didn't think was very funny at all. No, she wasn't very good. Um, um. But apart from the jokes, I was thinking, what actually, what emotions actually am I supposed to be feeling here? Um, for most of it, maybe at the end it was obvious as well. You're supposed to feel happy that they got into got her into heaven or whatever. It doesn't. Um, get, it doesn't get to you emotionally. I, I couldn't. You're right. But I couldn't work out what emotions I was supposed to be feeling, apart from a bit of laughter, wonder maybe. No, I think. Well, for me, the the film aims at conveying um, a certain kind of theatrical flair and uh, pleasures of sensation, right? Like, you're supposed to appreciate the movement. Mm. Like, everybody moves really well in it. I mean, I would imagine that quite a lot of them are either dancers or they've been trained to yeah, dance. Yeah. You can tell... You can tell, for example, when Taylor Swift comes out, and I think she's very good as well, actually. I thought she was wonderful from the head up. And then, like, you know, from the head down, she's very stiff in all her movements, right? Um, but there's a pleasure in watching this cast move, in doing the choreography, in kind of, you know, in in, in just kind of doing the numbers, really. I kind of I enjoyed it very much. Well, I think that's probably our central disagreement then, because I think, I agree with you that that's actually what the film is aiming for, and what the show, I'd imagine, on stage is good good at. But I think that's where this completely fails, because, like I say, that all feels inert and reasonably incompetent to me, and I can see what it's going for at certain points. But I had no investments in anything, and I was I was constantly, like I say, not accustomed to, <laughs> not able to look past how weird it looked and what well. this, this weird decision was. And for instance, so when um, when uh, Jennifer Hudson sings Memories, I guess the third time when she sings in the climactic moment, and she's singing yeah. it to Judy Dench um, in front of everybody, uh, there's a there's a cut. 
where you know you're on the Victoria character, and then you cut back to Jennifer Hudson, and that's when the huge belting note memories comes out, and it it's a very powerfully sung notes, very powerfully sung word, what have you. But I thought, God, imagine how much more powerful this would be if I were watching Jennifer Hudson singing it. I think the thing is that actually, to me, maybe one of the problems is Jennifer Hudson. Because I think she gives herself to the role so much. But, you know, it's like, you know, she's singing this very light song that should be sung, I think, in a light soprano. And she's giving it her all emotionally, you know, as if she was singing some, you know, deep down blues or something. And like, you know, she's got snot coming out of her nose and tears coming out of her eyes. And she's really giving it her all. And it's a mistake. Well, uh, there also, uh-huh. there's also not a lot of modulation because between the first and second time, I'm, I, maybe I'm imagining the third time she sings it, but there's definitely the, the first... other cat sings it. The young cat sings it several refrains from it several times. Right. Okay. Anyway, the um, the first time it, ha- it came up, I heard the notes and I thought, oh, this is the, this is memories, but the problem was it was, in a plot sense, entirely free of context. Um, I mean, at least all the other songs, as unmemorable and pointless as they are, are quite obviously about telling you who these cats are in as much as they actually sing I am such and such a cat and here's who I am basically yeah. and memories is free of context so it's the emotion not, it's not no 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 well, they yeah. tell you no she used to be a big star at the windmill theatre you know and now she's homeless I found it but she can hold on to her memories mm. <laughs> well maybe not free of context then but free of, free of yeah identification emotional attachment I had attachment to no one and nothing in this, um, which, which, I mean, it's a superficial. It's superficial in every sense, actually. I mean, it's 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 light, um, and the score just really isn't good enough. Um, but I must say, you know, I was charmed by the dancing. I was charmed by the performances. And I was charmed by the world it kind of created. And for me, it succeeded in creating it. And some of the things that people have been going on and on about online, about, you know, the CGI of the cats and so on, you know, I thought it worked very well. Wow. It reminded me of, like, uh, you know, it made me think about the recent election in which the Tories won this huge landslide because it kind of made me think that, like it's the perfect film and seriously this is what I was thinking it made me think like this is the perfect film for a world in which everything is fucking crazy and wrong like nothing makes sense anymore and so does this and actually and then in a sense it made me think of like you know how people are kind of looking back at Ed Miliband and going it's it, all of this is Ed Miliband's fault for not being a better leader and not winning the election way back when and I thought like it's silly to, to, to blame him for that but if he can be blamed for that then I can blame T.S. Eliot for this <coughs> I go, I go back to T.S. Eliot and say, don't write such a stupid poem for children. Well, because, otherwise, because then Andrew Lloyd Webber wouldn't have cottoned on to it and written some shit songs and made a few bob, and then they wouldn't have made this. But people have been enjoying, confused people me for have been enjoying this material for generations. So, um, you know, both, you know, as, as those poems for children, uh, you know, the show was like, you know, one of those huge... Uh, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber hits that ran for decades, not just years, mm. right? So kind of people have been enjoying it. And I think the people who enjoyed the stage show will enjoy this. I went in expecting the worst, and, uh, you know, if this is the worst, I can bear it. Uh, you know, I, I had quite an enjoyable time. Though, you know, the rest of what you say, I agree with. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not a great musical by far. 
you know it doesn't thrill it doesn't it doesn't really engage you emotionally um but uh, did you think it engaged you aesthetically Yes, I think, you know, it did. And, so you and talk I, about that you like the look of London, but what about the look of the cats or the look of I, the, the I way liked, it was shot? I like the look of the cats. I like the look of London. The way that it was shot was still a problem, though, like I said, I think, you know, there's a huge improvement in his work here to his work in Les Mis, mm. right? Uh, so I think it's so where, much, do you, where do you think that improvement is? Well, just in terms of the use of space and of rhythm, you know, you don't have like the stupid camera that moves for no reason. I think actually this, the, the camera now seems to have a reason for moving. Yeah, I agree you know, with that. Which, I, the uh, camera seems more motivated than it is in his other way. Yeah, world. it's purposeful. And actually, I was just charmed by the performers. You yeah. know, to me, that was like a, a main source of engagement was really the performers. Um, you know, the magician, the young magician... You know, uh, yeah, we looked up his name. Was uh, marvelous, Laurie Davidson, Mr. Lo- Mistopheles. Yes, and also the guy who played Monkestrap was lovely. Uh, Monkestrap, Robbie Fairchild. Which I, one's Monkestrap? He he's the one who dances with the star almost all the way in the beginning. Oh, right, the, the, the one stray. who like, the, the one who like introduces her to. The yes, world. you know, okay. and I love the way he danced and moved and so on. Uh, so. Um, and then, like I said, I, I really liked... Uh, uh, um, James Corden? I, I love James Corden, which is unusual for me. And I really like Taylor Swift uh, okay. as well. Like, you know. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Idris I Elba kind of, has the cavity. I liked Idris Elba. Wow. I did. Fucking hell. Yes, You've I changed, did. man. I know. I, 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 I think he hasn't made an impression on film. But actually, I thought he was very entertaining. I love the green eyes. I loved uh, his outfit, yeah. Um, just kind of that black fur. He's he's also into it. He's giving a real kind of theatrical yeah. performance, and he's very good. So okay. I would say that um, as much as I think there there are weird decisions and problems with the, the design and the look of the cats and so on, um, the ones that resembled the ones that most resembled the humans on which they were based, which I would say would be Idris Elba, Judy Dench. Probably Ian McKellen and Jennifer Hudson. Like they, they very, very closely resemble the human faces. Mm. Um, that I actually found those extremely convincing, and I think they were well put together. Like, I, like it, it, to the point where I think it's it's actually the 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 faces and the way that the the faces are turned into these cat heads mm. um, is extremely convincing and impressive. Actually, and I think that's really good work. I, I still think it's weird and something I couldn't get past um, and you know I was I'm so confused the whole time and and you know at, at points I'm going why are the cats small and now they're big and how come some of them get to wear coats <laughs> you, you know what I mean <laughs> you know it's like it's full of those sort of things but I suppose that is the, what you're talking about about letting yourself get into it and I, I honestly didn't feel like I was trying not to get into it I didn't feel like I was trying to be an asshole to the film. Mm. You know, I think it did keep me at arm's length with all that stuff. Okay. But um, but there were things to it, I, I could admit, that um, worked. I found the young star, the girl, what's her name? Victoria, the, the one who played Victoria. Francesca Hayward. Francesca Hayward, I found her enchanting. And I found the guy who played the magician, you know, who they end up 
falling for each other near the end. They're nuzzling. Laurie Davidson. I th- I thought he was marvelous. I quite um, liked him. So you know, so so. Um, I suppose it surprises me that the the, the, the show is so big and has lasted so long on the basis of such poor songs. That that is one of the um, great questions of West End theatre, right? <laughs> Am I not because the first one to ask it? Well, you know how people go against, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and this is kind of one of the reasons why. I mean, mm. really, you know, there's one memorable song in the whole show, and even that's not very good. Yeah, right? and a memorable think, theme as well. Memories, oh, fuck off. <laughs> the memories is a memorable song, and it's got that memorable theme of the... Da, 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 well, da. it's got a run-through thing, but it's not particularly good either. Right, no, but so, it's memorable. Yeah, uh, so you know, but yeah, that's a given. You know, that <laughs> is that is what the show has worked with. Now, the show could have done something different, right? Because the thing is that obviously the source material is so rich that it continues to live and so on. They could have uh, um, used uh, uh, the poems to write a brand new score and make a film of that. You know, mm. so. There are other there are other interests, maybe more interesting and more imaginative ways that they could have worked with this material. They clearly worked with it at this point because CGI makes it possible to do, <laughs> to do this really as a movie. Weird. You know, have well, you seen Have you seen Starlight Express? No. All oh, right, because that's the only one that looks worse than this to me. Mm. Um, which I know my mum wants to see. She's wanted to see it forever. <laughs> I'll get her tickets. <laughs> so I had to sit through this. So you have to sit through that. And I wanted to ask, how would you rate it in comparison to The Greatest Showman, which we had not a great time with when we saw that? No, I thought The Great Show, The Greatest Showman was very poor. Um, the Greatest Showman, two things. So first of all, it had much more memorable songs, and it had songs that connected with a contemporary audience in very particular ways. Right? Mm. Original uh, songs as well. And original songs. So, in that sense, it's not comparable. I think in terms... Oh, and also it had star performances, you know, that were real star performances that really stood out, that are more powerful than here. Hmm. Because this is really like, um, how do you go, an ensemble cast. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that was a star vehicle. Hugh Jackman and a bit of Zac Efron. Yes. Uh, And also Mel, Mel... Williams something. Oh, yes. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, I guess, yeah. So, you know, it had like three star performance performers. Uh, it had better songs. And then like the Zac Efron number, like it was real choreography and it let you see it properly. So the dance was... His number was filmed almost better than anything you see in Cats. Is yeah. that the one that I've tried to talk up to you, the one with him and Hugh Jackman in the bar? Yeah, but I like that. I always yeah. like that. I just kind of... I think I had to slightly talk you around to it because I said I'd been watch- I'd been re-watching it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, the thing is that I thought the dance in that film was very badly filmed throughout. Mm. But that was the best, you yeah. know, to me, the best number. Um, so... I think I get the credit for, for helping you reach that conclusion. Anyway, the thing <laughs> is, I can understand why The Greatest Showman was... A much bigger hit than this is going to be. Yeah, but actually, I don't think it's a good film either. You know, you don't expect this to be because that what I was reading earlier that had nine million nights opening weekend, but went on to have this twenty thirty week run that ended up with one hundred seventy five million dollars in the US. It's not going to happen with this. There's going to be no hit song from this. Show. This is a, this is going to die a death. 
I think this is going to die a death. But I enjoyed it. Like a true critic, you go against the audience. Well, and, I'm, I'm, and all of the critics, in fact. I'm not making a point of it. I'm just talking about the way I felt watching it. You know, which I did enjoy it. I mean, you probably, if you yeah. were looking from, you know, where you were standing, <laughs> you probably saw me shaking my head. And actually, I wasn't bored. You know, I didn't look at my watch once, really? right? Like, you know, I was with it. I mean, I wasn't bowled over or thrilled or thinking this is a great masterpiece of the cinema, but mm. I was with it. Let's summarize, though. I mean, we have a, we have a you know... A difference uh, of opinion. A difference of opinion. Um, I went in expecting the worst, and I really liked it. You know, I don't want to make any great claims for the film, but I, I also kind of want to put a break on this let's jump on the let's hate cats bandwagon because I actually I think that that is now becoming a thing okay. and actually I think the film doesn't deserve it I think you know if you liked cats the show you will love this um, I say jump on the bandwagon <laughs> <laughs> I was I was huh? confused and disappointed and frightened and so is there something about, about you know men dressed up in cat costumes that freaks you out well, I thought it was a girl. Is it the cosplay? <laughs> I thought it was a girl who no, sat next to No, us. We, had, we, had, we had someone in the audience in doing cosplay as a cat. At the end of our road, just sat on his or her own. Yeah. Which I, took, I thought it was a girl, but, but Jose thinks it was a guy. So, yes. think, you know. Maybe if he or she is listening in, they can write back and tell us. And I'd be fascinated <laughs> to know what they thought, quite <laughs> frankly. Cause, um, but to me, it looked, like, it looked like they, whoever they were, they were waiting for friends who didn't turn up, it looked to me like. Perhaps I felt kind of bad for him, um, especially because also the audience—it was not a full audience or anything. This is a Friday evening, you know, but it was uh, it was quite a light audience, and the film wasn't getting reactions from anyone. And you kind of thought it, it might have got reactions from a more full crowd. On the other hand, it might have just got laughs. It might have, you know. Um, there's a whole area of the population that really wants to get into it, mm. right? To the extent of going in cosplay to the film. So, could you imagine it becoming like a camp um, hit? No, no, not like a drag thing. No, because actually the sincere bits are, I think, are quite well done. So you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't try to be camp, and it's and it's not bad enough to be genuine camp. Genuine, yeah, like a genuine or to be kitsch, yeah, to yeah, to 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 make to to be so bad it's good, right? Mm. This is not so bad it's good. I think this is quite pleasant and quite. You know, in its own way, within its own terms, and burdened by that horrible score, it's quite good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that we sort of, you know, that I forced myself through it because you're a trooper. I would have always wondered. <laughs> you know, if I, if I, like, if, if thirty or forty minutes in, when I walked out, I had just left. I would have wondered what I'd missed and how bad yes. it had got. So now so you was, know. Yeah, at least I've seen it. From now you angle. have a position to defend. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and I will. And you know, I I really think it's truly weird, incompetent, bad decision making. Um, that doesn't. I mean, it genuinely makes no sense to me at all. Anything in this. Really. Well, so I was charmed. Okay, and I liked it. Well, the majority is with me, and as we know, the mob rules. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, on that note, thank you very much for listening. We are eavesdropping at the movies. Star Wars next. Star Wars next. Yes. Um, on Sunday. On Sunday. Yes, we're on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify to listen to us. Mm. On social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Eavesdrop Movies. 
and the website is eavesdropgetthemovies.com. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs>